If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into the wrap. It's the last few days of November and you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And regardless of whether you're in an Australian late spring and early summer or kicking up your feet during the coolest seasons as autumn kicks in overseas, you're probably inundated with Black Friday. Black Friday this, Black Friday that, oh and of course the occasional tidbit of Cyber Monday. In Australia, Black Friday isn't a real thing because we don't have Thanksgiving. Black Friday marks the start of the holiday shopping season in the US, but in Australia, well, we don't have a sale event for the start, more for the end. We have Boxing Day sales at the end, but America does not because it doesn't have Boxing Day. For Australians, it means that while Black Friday sales are in full swing, they may not be the big impact sales you're looking for. You might find some good discounts and some good deals here and there, but if you're looking for the best deals, well, if you're in Australia, you might want to wait until the end of the year when the whole year-end sales properly kick off. Australians have other things to look forward to, such as how fellow Aussies could be helping solve health epidemics using Twitter and Facebook. It's social media to the rescue, it seems, after the CSIRO's Data Science Division, Data61, has proven it can use social networks to diagnose medical conditions using the internet. Basically, everyone is helping make this work, because when we tweet that we have a cough or that something is happening to our bodies, technology built between Data61 and the University of New South Wales analyzes what we say, looks for connections in the words and dates, and then predicts if health issues are on the horizon. It's another one of those great Aussie ideas that have been contributed to the world, like Wi-Fi, spray on skin, the black box, and plenty of others. Australians are contributing to the world by way of other things as well, in consumer tech, such as headphones and phones. You can find headphones from Audiofly, Bluant, Audira, Neura, and Newhera, and phones from Aspira and Mint. There aren't a lot of Aussie phone makers, truth be told, and none of them are 5G, not yet anyway, but there is at least one new 5G phone out in Australia. It's not Australian, sorry about that, but it is from Samsung, as the company behind the Galaxy Note 5G gets out a mid-range take on the 5G, the A90 5G. It's a little less expensive than the flagship 5G phones, hovering around the $1,000 mark instead of the $1,500 to two grand, complete with three cameras and a big screen. TCL has also arrived on Australian shores with a phone in a TCL Plex and a 4G watch. Now you probably know TCL for its TVs, and while its phone division is basically just Alcatel, as far as we know there will still be Alcatel phones. While the 4G MoveTime family watch is kind of a phone, it's a wearable phone for kids that they wear on their wrists. That's not the only 4G phone we spent time with this week. We played with a brand that is new to Australia, one of a few this year. You've probably never heard of Realme, and that's okay. Honestly, it's totally fine. It's a new brand that uses the Oppo manufacturing line to build phones which look, well, more than a little familiar. Focusing on the mid-range, the Realme XT is a $500 phone that features a glass body, a lot of memory and storage, and four cameras, including a 64-megapixel camera. That 64-megapixel camera is the best part of the four-camera setup, which includes an ultra-wide camera, a portrait camera, and a macro camera. And the battery is useful as well because it can hit close to two days, but for most people, will probably give you a day and a half. 
And while the phone could do with water resistance and mobile payment support, the Realme XT isn't a bad first step towards the mid-range. It's Realme's first expensive phone, and at $499, it's not terribly expensive. It's no Google Pixel 3a or Oppo Reno, but it's not bad either. Also not bad are the latest headphones from Beats, the Solo Pro. They're the first solo wireless headphones with noise cancelling, and they use adaptive noise cancellation too, so they adapt practically wherever you go, and they sound really good. There's a good focus on balance with a nice punch to the mids and lows, plus one of the best transparency modes you'll hear. They also fold up and come with a nice felt case, but as good as the $430 Solo Pro headphones are, the biggest issues are the port and the fit. You see, Beats is owned by Apple, so they use the iPhone Lightning port for charging, which is fine if you're an iPhone customer, but weird if you're an Android. The fit is also quite tight. It should loosen over time, but in the beginning it might feel like you're getting a big squeeze from a friend serenading you with sound. But it won't be us serenading you because we're out of time. So you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. You can find a new show Fridays at Podcast One, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Take care. Listener.